Harry Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about the debacle of a game between the Redskins and the 49ers, Graham Gano's record-breaking kick, Roy Helu's record-breaking reception number, but still a crappy game. This is much more live with Aaron and John. Yo, 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 what's up, John? Yo, 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 what's up? Uh, Dude, where's Josh? Uh, Josh is sick. He has bronchitis. I talked to him, and he sounded like this. Dude. Dude, I can't do the podcast. I've I've got bronchitis. I can barely talk. And he was like, can we wait till tomorrow, Friday? And I was like, dude, if we wait. Then no one will have time to download it before the next debacle this weekend. Exactly. People will not be able to get their Harry Hog fix in. You know what I'm saying? Know what you're saying, Will. So, speaking of, uh, before we get into this, though, I'd like yep. to give a big shout-out for to our benevolent sponsor, David Lee Legal Services, who is in the process of looking for a badminton podcast to sponsor. Uh, good luck. <laughs> And, in, lieu, uh, in lieu of uh, supporting anything regarding the Redskins. Yeah, Will came back from his sabbatical last week. He said he was at the game. He just basically sounds disgusted, kind of like we all are. Yeah. <clears throat> like we always are, and basically has the same woes, you know, like, why do we cheer for this team year in and year out, and they just suck? And hopefully, before we die, they will win a Super Bowl, which is pretty much the sentiment of every Redskin our age or older, I'm sure. Truly. And younger, for that matter. I was about to say, think about the children. Think about the children. Anyone who is 20 or younger that's a Redskins fan is too young to... The children of the future. (laughs) Show them all the beauty they possess inside. Give them a sense of pride. You know what I'm saying? To make it easier. 20 and under? Those guys have never been a lot. Were not alive the last time the Redskins won a Super Bowl. Dude, I know. Yeah, it's been twenty. Yeah. It's been over twenty years. Twenty years? No, this is twenty anniversary. This is the twentieth anniversary of what I think, and a lot of people think is is possibly the best Redskins team of all time. The '91 Redskins were just methodical killers out there every week. Especially the Lions. The Lions really forty-five to nothing. Well, they that was they also beat them in the playoffs, right? Um, did they play? No, they played. Yeah, they did. Did they play the Lions again in the playoffs, or was it they played the Falcons and they played? I thought they played the, the Vikings. Lions. I think it was just the Lions. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up here. If I remember gonna, correctly, they beat the crack. Lions twice in that one season. They, like, destroyed – maybe they didn't beat them in the playoffs, but they destroyed them in the beginning of the year. And then the Lions had a really good year, and then I thought we beat them at the end of the year. But maybe No, okay, I, I just looked it up. You're right. I, I, I was thinking – I was con- or, uh, getting confused about that 
the uh, uh, Vikings team. It was the Falcons who came in with the you know too legit, too legit to quit with Neon Dion and all that crap, and we slapped him around. An MC and then hammer. MC. an MC hammer on on the sideline. He's too legit, too legit to quit. Yeah, yeah. Kids twenty and under don't even know what you're talking about right now. Baggy pants, y'all. Gold. And you had like pants. the whole thing where you put your fingers up and we're like two, and then made an L. An L, and then, two, and then a and two then again, L, and then a quit sign, like, and then a quit no. sign, like, like John, like me doing plain, just cheese, just cheese. When I go to McDonald's, anyway, yeah, beat the Falcons, slapped them around, Jerry Glanville, um, beat the Lions again. It was like uh, forty-one to ten in the playoffs. So what? I guess a combined score of eighty-six to ten in the two games against the Lions. I know, but they had an awesome season other than that. I don't know what their record was, but they're pretty upset to this day, Lions fans, about that game. I think they they were 12-4 and four that year. Yeah, and don't forget, at that point, and until, what, two years ago, they had never beaten Washington. Yeah, and yeah. It's like, no matter what happened, there was that big comeback with... Uh, uh, Rutledge. Uh, Jeff Rutledge. Rutledge. Yeah, I was about to bring him up, because that game was awesome. <laughs> and then what happened? The teams of late screwed up that whole all, that whole starts. Thing. It all flows downhill. It all flows downhill from the top, and we all know who's sitting up at the top. Oh, don't even That's get all me I have going. to say about that, dude. But he can't even blame him. This year, he pretty much finally got the hint. I think. Yeah, but it's, it did. Damn, took him long enough. Everything that's messed up—well, not everything, but most of the stuff messed up right now—is because of him and all the crap that he kept doing and right. bringing in idiots like Vinny Serrato. It can't be fixed in a day. That's right. Rome cannot be rebuilt in a day, dude. Rebuilt, <laughs> rebuilt. The Roman Empire. Anyway, <laughs> what do we have on the itinerary here? We already thought. Thank David Lee. Um. I just listened to Will's uh, email again while we had this little interruption where we had to stop recording for a few minutes. And, yeah, basically what I was saying is he's uh, mad. There's a bunch of quotes in there that I'm going to be able to piece out of sound clips, but I didn't have time <laughs> to do it this week. But, um, yeah, pretty much what That's we've been we're saying. we're picking we've... up jo- Josh's slack because he keeps missing the podcast. The bo- we're going to have to have Will on here. Will, next Ooh. next week we're going to need you on standby. <laughs> In case we may call you. You need to get a Skype account, because that's what we'll be calling you on, all right, dude? <laughs> In the meanwhile, get a Skype account, all right? And uh, we'll be calling like you the fourth, if we need. Like the fifth beetle. If we need the fifth beetle in here. Anyway, all right. Moving forward. Well, uh, the Redskins, yeah. in case you guys didn't see it like Josh, um, lost... Once again to the 49ers, John did not call it. I did, I did not call, call it. it. I thought for sure that this was going to be the game where things started clicking together and we started doing well. Dude. And uh, they did start clicking together. They clicked together the show that we are who everyone except for Aaron thought we were. <laughs> yeah, no lie. I mean, it was 19 to 11. We scored 11. Yeah, dude, but those eight points were in garbage time, and the three points were yep. on a field goal that broke the Redskins' all-time field goal record for length. Way to go, for Graham Gano. He has great length. He has great length on that kick. I thought he was going to yeah. make it, too. 
Which is really surprising. I think you're starting to come around on the kid from Florida State. He's getting better, dude. He's getting more I think consistent. so, too. I think so, too. And and a prime example of why the Redskins are keeping him, keeping him around. One, there isn't anyone really better to pick up. And number two, who was kicking the ball on the other side of the... Uh, on the other side of the field for the 49ers, none other than former Redskin David Akers, who they let go way too early and who ended up having a Pro Bowl career in, oh, yeah. of all places, damn Philadelphia. I'd forgotten they even had him because I was like, what are you talking about? He wasn't on the Redskins. And then the announcers were like, he played one year for the Redskins. Yeah, yeah. You were like, he did not play for the Redskins. You're thinking someone else. I was like, no, dude, it was him. Trust me. Well, anyway. Yeah, David Akers had... Four field goals, including a 52-yarder in that game. He was the difference. Yeah, and um, anyway, that 11 points, I think, is a little um, kind for the Redskins because... Yeah, I th- they sucked. You know, all right, here, you want to hear my main thought <laughs> about the game, though? All right, they, all right, they brought Trent Williams back, all right? Mm-hmm. By doing so, they also brought back or put Montgomery back at center and got rid of that Eric right. Cook dude that was the sieve up the middle. So right. there is more of a semblance of a uh, professional offensive line this week. They weren't gr- a little bit. They weren't great. I don't know how many sacks they gave up. What, two or three? I think it was three. Which is a lot better than ten. They did 300% yeah. better. No lie. Only two, actually. They only gave up two sacks officially. Okay. Um, they don't count that intentional turnovers. grounding one, I guess? I guess not. Three turnovers, though. All right. Um. Anyway, so, all right, what I'm getting at here is with them showing somewhat of an offensive line playing okay, we saw mm. that John Beck sucks. McGruber. And Will called it the week before, right? Will was like, "Jump! We don't have any quarterbacks play can play." And I was like, "Hold on, dude! We don't know if he can play or not because the offensive line was so horrible. They didn't give right. him a second to throw the entire game. But this week he had he had a fair shot to show us that he sucked. And anytime he tried to throw the ball more than five yards down the field, it was either way off or intercepted." Which is what there? I think that was the big knock on him is his inaccuracy as the distance grew greater from uh, where he was throwing it over the summer and in camp. Unfortunately, he did go thirty for forty-seven for two hundred and fifty-four yards, one touchdown in garbage time, one interception, um, and actually. Well, that two-point conversion was actually not bad, and your boy Hankerson pulled that one in. He actually had a pretty good game. Shanahan said he's going to start again this weekend. Dude, he had the best game of his um, his career, his mm-hmm. young career. His Mickey Mouse career. And let me say this. He has already done more for the Redskins than Devin Thomas and uh, John's dog. <laughs> I can't even remember his name. What's yeah, his, not my dog. What's his freaking name? You know who Malcolm I'm talking Malcolm Kelly. Malcolm Kelly. I kept wanting to say Michael Westbrook. Might as well. Have same been. thing. Why do we keep getting those dudes that are like that? It's like the same cloned guy as far as production's concerned. Brandon Lloyd. That guy. That it would be. Yeah, it's it's someone like 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 Chucky would be like that guy is a total specimen. 
he could play the wide receiver position in the NFL. A total He's stool a specimen. specimen. Stool specimen. <laughs> That's another word that they need to get rid of. Or, for, or saying specimen, calling the players specimens. Um, we'll put we'll put that over there in the uh, get a blow on the sideline file. <laughs> oh man! So anyway, Seriously. that was my overall take from the game: the fact that our offense is just as horrible as they have been the last ten years. I do have to say though, I went back and looked at the stats, and the defense is still from last year to this year. They have turned it around. Compared to last year, yeah, absolutely. Guys are learning their position. I mean, Ryan Kerrigan. I mean, we, we've talked about how awesome Fletcher has been this year, and he has been. So that's, that's not really a story. We already know that one. Ryan Kerrigan is the story. He's been well, huge. There's, there's two stories. No, there's three stories. There's a thousand stories. There are stories. the guys that we picked up. You know, <laughs> the big the big guys in the middle of the line, number one. Number two, the the our first-round pick, Kerrigan. And number three... Our damn secondary isn't getting any damn turnovers. Yeah. D'Angelo. At all. How many interceptions do they have? In the secondary? Yeah. Two? D'Angelo two? had two. D'Angelo had yeah. at least one. He had two. He, he has one of them for the he had, year. He had one last week, didn't he, against the Bills? At like the I 20th? think that was his only one. Really? Yeah, the Redskins only have like five interceptions on the entire season, and only a couple of them are in the uh, in the secondary. He's only picked one, and that was against uh, Philadelphia. Hmm. I thought, yeah, who I thought he picked it last week. No, the other one was a Tagway. Or did he cause That's a fumble? Or Landry caused a fumble or something? And maybe I don't. All I know is that we're not getting a lot of turnovers. What's the and, deal with that? I don't know. We've had a lot of trouble getting turnovers for, like, ever since Trip G, Greg Williams, was here. Like, we had the great bend but don't break defense, a crappy offense, and then no turnovers. Like, we couldn't get turnovers. We couldn't get them in, in, in important parts near the end of the game. We couldn't get them in big stops. We couldn't get them at any time. And then you had Jason Campbell, like, driving late trying to win or tie a game and then throwing a pick at about the 20-yard line because he always did that because guys kept baiting him. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, yeah, yeah. The defense is looking all right, but they, I was they gave up four I field was, goals and only one touchdown. That's not bad. They gave up. Forty Niners like are a good team. They gave up, up and up. They gave up about a hundred and what thirty yards on the ground and two hundred yards passing, from what I could see. Yeah, and the stats all together. I mean, San Francisco had three hundred twenty-six yards. The Redskins had three hundred three. The stats were very close. It was only a five-minute difference in time of possession. First downs were very close. Turnovers, or lack thereof, three turnovers for Washington, only one for San Francisco. Turnovers just killing us. But, I mean, the defense is doing... No one's fooled, and everyone knows it. The defense is the only thing that's keeping these games respectable right now. Dude, I would totally agree. It's horrible. The only reason we got we scored in the whole first half was because of that fifty nine yarder, and that was as close but, as we oh, got. No, yeah, that was about it, except for that that crap TD at the end. But you know, at that time, that t- it was all over. Oh, that TD didn't even matter. That that's when they were walking around. What was up with that, dude? They were walking around like earlier in the quarter, like they the had all the time in the world. Quarter. Yeah. 
And then they the get down where there's quarter. no chance for them to win, and then that's when they decide they're going to hurry up. Yeah, yeah. How'd you like that? The announcers are saying the same thing. Speaking of, Moose Johnson is slipping, man. What is his deal? I don't know. He's like saying wrong names and talking about things that aren't going on and stuff like that. I yeah, I wish I could remember some of the specifics, but he used to be really sharp and really on it. And this year, oh, I remember a specific year, actually. Dude. Yeah, one of the specifics is when like three of their dudes had a false start, and none of our defensive guys moved. And he's like, "The Redskins just gave them a free first down." And I'm like, "What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Three dudes moved. There's no such thing as as that's called illegal motion, dude." And then he was like, "Well, I didn't think that it was a false start. Did he come? Did he come out of the, his stance abruptly?" And I was like, "Well, it doesn't even matter because none of the Redskins jumped over the line. So how could it be on them at all? In in any way, shape, or form? And he just wouldn't let it go. And it's just like, dude, all you gotta do is watch the replay. Three guys are moving in like three different directions at the same time. After they were set. After they were yeah. After they were set. So." Only Peyton Manning that, can get that away was... with that crap, not the 49ers. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Only if they still had Joe Montana. Or Steve Young. Uh, or Milky Young. Steve Young hates the Redskins, by the way. He does. He hates everything, though. That's a hateful man. You know why? It's because he only drinks milk. He needs to drink a beer every now and then. Maybe he'll relax. Yeah. A Guinness. A Guinness. He needs a Guinness. That's what he needs. If he likes milk, he'll enjoy chocolate milk. Have a Guinness. So anyway, yeah, that was my overall takes for the game. And as crappy as the year goes, you have to be somewhat positive about the defense. And, yeah, and I'm so and pumped about Jenkins, I can't even tell you if he can come yeah, back. Yeah, I hope he comes back well. Um, you know, we had a couple of young guys really step up in this game and do well. Mickey Mouse, Hands, Leonard Hankerson. Your dog, some your your new dog for this year, suddenly showed up. Like, whoa, where's he been? Uh, Ryan Train was non-existent again, but Roy Hallou was all over the place. He had 14 receptions for 105 yards, which is a uh, record receiving record for the Redskins. For number of receptions, of course, not for number of not receptions, yards. not for. And I'm not even going to recognize that because because um, it was garbage. Well, it was garbage time, but you know. And it surpassed Art Monk, the great Art Monk. And three-yard dunk passes, I'm not going to equate the same as Art Monk. Well, that's like Ocho Stinko having the record for uh, most receptions in a row in a game at, what, 21 or something when he threw. It was like all passes like that when he was with the Redskins. They're like, he just broke the record for most consecutive completed passes. It's like those were almost all handoffs. They were so close. So, yeah, I see your point, dude. Good point. I will have to say that Kyle Shanahan called a little bit better game in that he stuck with the run a little bit more in the first half all the way through, basically. Yep. Um, And you saw what the score was at halftime. It should have been, like, what, 3-3, three to three, but then back through that stupid interception. Yeah. Or was it a fumble? No, Helu fumbled it. That's what it was. Yeah, Helu. That, that was his downside was that he – that was one I actually put on Twitter. I was so pissed at him. And then later on, he started picking it up. He caught that tip pass. Oh, yeah. For later the, in the game. That was that our was biggest nice. gain of the game, dude. Yeah. That that was very <laughs> nice until I we heard that. And then it was like, that was our biggest gain of the game. We suck. No way. And who knows where that pass would have gone if that guy hadn't tipped it. Who was, who was he even throwing it to on that? I don't even know. I think he was throwing it to Helu, actually. 
Who else oh, would he I have thrown not. it to? He threw it to him 14 times. <laughs> I he th- might have been throwing him to uh, Mickey Mouse hands. Dude, but no one could catch. Fred Davis. Yeah, Jabber had a drop. Fred Davis. I know he was nursing that ankle, and he had a few receptions in the game, but not a great game for him. We just suck. <laughs> we just suck, dude. It's as simple as Man. that. I hate it when people are like, dude, we would have won if so-and-so didn't drop that pass. And I'm like... You can translate that as saying, we would have won if we didn't suck. Yeah, yeah, right. Because if you suck, you drop passes. Yeah, a lot of them. And you have passes that aren't completed, and you know, not just because of drops, but because they're thrown in very much the wrong place. And, you know, stuff like that. Well, Shanahan finally said this week he has admitted that the Redskins are in a rebuilding mode. As far as uh, you know, what I was referring to with all the young players that are starting and all this stuff, he was like, um, "This is the subtext of that, dudes. We had to pretend that we thought we could compete this year; otherwise, we wouldn't have got the ticket sales that marketing needed. Exactly. We couldn't be like, come watch us rebuild the team, you know, and lose all season long. But we we're gonna be getting better. It's like the Redskins, we're gonna be good in 2014. Come back then. Tune in. Yeah." Tune in soon. Yeah, so, but, you know, we've had all these injuries to guys. With, you know, Santana Moss, Cooley, Hightower, Lichtensteiger, Schnell. Um, and the quarterbacks have sucked. So, where the hell, where the hell is, uh, where's Colt Brennan? Dude, he's back in, like, didn't he get in an automobile accident, I heard, a while back? He did, actually. He was, like, really seriously injured. So, his, his career is over. He has recovered, but his career playing is over because of that. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that sucks. I think it was over already, though. Dude, Joe Theismann's leg should be better by now. Get him out of the booth where he annoys us and get him back on the field. <laughs> I need to go back to college and get Crazy Legs more set out there. Man, when we played that uh, third floor team, they were good. Oh, yeah, man. Um, I'm sure they were as good as Beck. <laughs> McGruber. Let's just go into the uh, injury report right now. Uh, Josh, what do you have for the injury report? Um... Who said that, dude? Hold on. Let me find my uh, sound effect for Josh. Hold on, hold on. Josh, turn your phone off. It's not my phone. Oh, man. Who said that, dude? (laughs) I called it. Oh. We need more Josh sound clips. We do. If he would ever get on the podcast on a regular basis, we might have some. So... So, since Josh is not here, I, I guess I'll start on the injury report. Here's what Josh would say. Jarvis Jenkins is still on the IR. <laughs> Let's go through the IR first, in case people don't know. Chris Cooley is on right. the IR, if you didn't hear. Um, Tim Hightower. On the IR. Santana Moss is not on the IR, but it's still looking like he's going to be out, like, what, four more weeks or so? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Schnell is on the IR. That's Lichtensteiger. Lichtensteiger. Um, who else? Anyone else on the IR? Um. Uh. Eh. Eh. No. Sure no one of any consequence that we can think of right off the top of our minds. What's right, up with a Togway? Because really he wasn't Togway there. And he's was, huge. You don't even understand Togway it. Sat out today. I do. I understand, dude. Today, Wednesday, Jamal Brown sat out um, because of his groin. Oh, yeah, what's up with uh, that? Is he going to be able well, to play, do they know? We don't know, and we're, I'm going to talk about that once we get down into the roster moves. We had 11. 
John, don't talk to us about your two-year groin injury again like you always do when someone gets a groin injury. I wasn't going to mention the groin injury. You weren't going to? They suck. The pull groin? I know firsthand. I pulled my groin, and it took me two months to get back on my feet. All right. There, there. <laughs> Dude, when I was in Little League once, I pulled my groin sliding into second base. I thought I was going to die. It hurt so bad. <laughs> going to die. I could not walk. They had to bring in a pinch runner. <laughs> it hurts. I, it sucks. I know, um, Atagwe has a toe and a knee problem, and he did not practice today. Leron Landry's, guess what? His Achilles, it's acting up again. He did not practice today. Oh, great. Niles Paul is out at least two weeks with turf toe. Is it uh, have Santa turf Moss toe, too? Out. It might be turf toe for him. I'm not sure. Have they been hanging um, out with Dion? Niles Paul and uh, Santana Moss are out for sure. Um, other than that, we don't know. And here's a gross one. Kieran Fox has a knee problem, and he also has a skin infection. Read into that what you will. What is that, like scabies or something? Scabies. <laughs> Scurvy. Skin infection. Is it like psoriasis? What is it? I, I don't know. It, I mean, that you know, that's, that's kind of interesting. Skin infection. Hopefully it does not mean something like a uh, staph infection or anything serious like that. I haven't seen any more reports on that yet. He made a good play there in the uh, game because I remember him getting pumped about something. I just don't remember the play. He's a solid player. He's a solid backup. Yeah, yeah, special teams. I can't wait yeah. till my dog J.J. gets back on the field, though. I'm telling you, I'm going to be getting his jersey by the end of next year if the boycott's lifted. Can't wait. Oh yeah, let me go back. Oh yeah, I got an email today that was something like twenty percent off select jerseys from Redskins.com. I can't wait. So I clicked on it, and it was like Jason Campbell. Well, it was the ones you. <laughs> I don't think there were any Jason Campbell ones left. Um, but there was like Mike Sellers. There were a couple that were players like Landry that you know you would see, and are still on the team. Um, trying to bring it up right now because I was just like, wow, these are some interesting jerseys. Were any of the classic ones on there, like Art Monk or Daryl Green or anyone like that? $25 off select jerseys. Albert Hainsworth. Uh, And hurry, qualities are limited. Shop now. It was like, I mean, you know, some of it was all like replica jerseys. Hurry. And some of them are cool, like Arakpo. Sweet. You know, players that will probably be on the team next year. Hurry, quality Um, is limited. Quality is limited. D'Angelo Hall, Landry, but there's like Mike Sellers. That'd be a cool jersey to have for me, I think. Cooley, uh, McIntosh, Trent Williams. Those are all right, dude. That was it. I thought you were, all right. I thought were... you were talking about there was going to be them on there like uh, HB no, Blades no. and stuff like that. No, no, no. These are these are twenty five dollars off of the. Uh, off of off of regular priced ones. That does not include the uh, the ones that are on their clearance rack. That does include such things such as the away authentic Jason Campbell jersey, regular original two hundred nine dollars ninety five cents on sale for forty nine ninety five. Still, dude, who's gonna pay fifty dollars for that? Well, your mom can buy you in a way replica Jason Campbell jersey, regular eighty dollars for only nine ninety five. Dude, you might want to go ahead and buy that authentic Jason Campbell jersey for $50 because he might be back on the Redskins next year. <laughs> it's also, they still got McNabb on there. Campbell, McNabb, McNabb, Campbell, Betts, Horton, Hainsworth, Campbell, 
Carlos Rogers, <laughs> Horton Hainsworth, Ladies Portis, and Ladies Campbell. Oh, Ladies Portis, Ladies Hainsworth. Tell me a lady that would buy an Albert Hainsworth Ladies Cut jersey. His mama. It's $9.95. Dude, let me ask you this. <laughs> Is he any good? Did anyone ever in the history of the Washington Redskins merchandise <laughs> buy a Carlos Rogers jer- jersey? Oh, Oh man, I guess not. There's there's like twenty different McNabb jerseys on here. Every kind you can think of. Is there a Fantastic. Jarvis Jenkins one? There is not. Well, it might be in the regular jerseys. This is just in clearance. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, sale. They don't have a clearance section. This is sale. Anyway, this is kind of a funny story about that. My friend Mark, who you guys know as Colts Kick Skins on the on the uh um fantasy league. Anyway, he goes on his mission trips, and he's been to Haiti the last couple years. And basically, he's like, you pretty much know who the bottom of the barrel is in the NFL if you're seeing their jerseys around Haiti, because apparently (laughs) the NFL ships those ones that they can't sell down there as a relief effort. Well, not the not not the Washington Redskins. They're still trying to shill them for like one tenth the original sticker price, or one twentieth in some cases. Well, yeah, he said that he did. They're not even nice enough to give away their crappy jerseys to the Haitians. He said that he didn't even he didn't, hasn't seen any Redskins ones. The ones that he normally would see were like Chad Pennington and stuff like that. But then he, <laughs> but then he said he got all depressed this year when he was down there because he actually saw a, a Haitian kid wearing a uh, Manning jersey. <laughs> oh. Man, I was like, man, that's because the Colts uh, can't give their tickets away now. All of a sudden, with all, right, all, all right, the Fairweathers. Right. Uh, yeah, totally. You've been telling me about that. The Fairweather fans in Colts country, mm-hmm. out there in uh, west of Louisville. Um, speaking of that, or speaking of what you were saying before, who? What do you think would be worse to be the Haitian kid that gets the crappy NFL jerseys, or to be like, I don't know, the Ecuadorian kid that gets the. Uh, the congratulations Texas Rangers you are the 2011 <laughs> champion jerseys or shirts and hats um, what do you think is worse I think those are worse those. I think those are worse too because <laughs> at least with the jersey that guy at least played for that team or it's true it's like well I don't know Dion didn't really play for the Redskins and neither did Hainsworth so I guess that just made that a moot point yeah um, any other injury news we have here? Uh, Fred Davis fully practiced with that ankle. Reed Dowdy had a chest injury. He's fully uh, practicing. Um, and, man, classy guy, as we always say. But, boy, we need we need a tie way back. Good God. Deshard Choice may play this weekend. They have not made a, choi- a, a choice as to whether Choice is going to play. Yeah. That's what we say about that. Dude, I do um, not like Aaron Cowboys Fox. on the team. I don't either. I don't like it at all. Especially ones that they throw off to the side. Yeah, it's like Bowen, they disrespected and let him go when he was doing just like hitting his prime. This guy, Tashara Choice, they just cut because they, cause he was starting to suck. He got cut mid-season. All the time. Yeah, that's never a good thing. It wasn't like he was um, in a training camp battle and like some rookie beat him out. He was like on the team and sucked and they cut him. Yeah. Injury settlement. I love Albert Hainsworth. Official. Yeah, and we're going to update you on the Hainsworth situation shortly. Watch out, CC. But to round out, to round out, speaking of round, round <laughs> out the injury report, Trent Williams fully practiced, no problems with that ankle after the game, which is good. 
And Kieran Fox, we were talking about the skin. He he is listed as infection. Did not practice. That means he can infect people with whatever he has. Yeah, if he has an infection. Why would you um, not practice? Because you had like athlete's foot. It's got to be something like serious. It's. Uh, it, I, I'm wondering if it's a staph infection. I hope not. Yeah, those are never good. I mean, I, I I cannot remember the guy's name. He was a lineman the Redskins got about what eight years ago, and he went to First Colonial High School here, and he was playing. I want to say he played for the Cowboys first, and we got him, and he ended up getting looking like he was going to be really good, and he got a staph infection, and it ended his career. It almost killed him. That sucks. I can't remember his name, though. If any of you guys out there remember who I'm talking about, he was a, uh, I think he was a defensive lineman. David in Michigan, um, that's the trivia question for this week. There's your trivia. I cannot remember the guy's name. I should. We should, because he's from our rival high school back in Virginia Beach. Dude, I don't remember. Um, but if any of you guys remember who that is, Call us at 77-HARRY-HOG, that's 774-277-9464, and you can leave a message on our voicemail. And uh, if you don't want to do that, if you're uh, voicemail shy, you can email us at redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com or individual John, Aaron, or Josh at redskins, or at harryhogfootball.com. And or you can you, tweet at you us. You can tweet, tweet at us, at harryhog. I still don't understand the hashtag thing. Josh did not explain it. He keeps, he keeps going like, dude, I'm going to have to give you this. And then it, and it, don't start a Twitter war. And then he never does. I still just <laughs> go blindly into the abyss replying to people on Sundays. Don't start a Twitter war, dude. Anyway. <laughs> well, that's the end of the injury report. And uh, oh, uh, I guess we'll do the do you want to do the roster moves now? Yeah, let's go into the roster moves, and then we'll take a short break, and then we'll come back and talk about some things around the league and next week's game, and then wrap this bad boy up. But I t- we'll tell you one thing before we go into the roster moves. Yep. Everyone that's listening to the podcast right now is not a Fairweather fan. You got that right. Holy moly. If you're sticking with the team again, you're well, one, you're saying, here we go again. This is the Redskins I've known for the last 15 years. Number two, you're a Fairweather fan if you're still saying that instead of moving on to some other team. Mm-hmm. So, I dis I dislike Fairweather fans more than almost anything in the world. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we all do, but Aaron, you really do. Did I tell you about Mark? Speaking of Colts, skins again, getting called out by his <laughs> wife. Nuh-uh. dude. I saw his wife at church on Sunday morning, and I was like, "Where's Mark?" She's like, he's not here. And I was like, oh, he had to stay home to get pumped up for the Colts game today. And she was like, no, he's not really into football this season. I was like, uh, I was like, what? What does that mean? And get this, dude. Kind of like what happened on that, that Redskins, or sorry, that Dallas uh, um, Eagles game a few years ago. They didn't even show the Colts game here last week. Dang. And we're less than two hours from the stadium. Two hours or four hours? Two. Wow. And Mark didn't even know it, dude. He said that he was sitting around, like, waiting for the game to come on, and all of a sudden there was some infomercial for some kind of chainsaw that looks like the Jaws they didn't of Life. show a different game? No, they showed an infomercial. Oh, my. Oh, my. Talk about a slap in the face and fair weather. You got that right. And I thought Bruce Rader was cut. Oh, my. Oh, I know, oh dude. My. He's still cut. Yeah. Pe- anyway. Anyway. Well, 
You can't do that in Redskins uh, country without hearing hearing about it. But I guess around here, the stations can get away with that. <laughs> I was like, Mark, you could have come over to my house. I have, he was like, but you were watching the Redskins. And I was like, dude, I got three TVs. You can watch it in the, in the other room. You could have watched the Sunday ticket in the bedroom as long as you kept it down. And I knew you would because they suck so bad. <laughs> if I need cheering up during my game, I just come peek at yours for a minute. Anyway, all right, let's go into the roster. We need them to win some games so we can get into the uh, suck for luck sweepstakes. Dude, that's not happening. We need to look at the second quarterback. Um, Kellen Moore, Boise State. All right. Speaking up. of Boise State, poor Brandon Thompson, our seventh round pick cornerback out of Boise State. Is he on the team again? Don't you know that he got cut again? Again? Uh, didn't he just get rehired last week? He just got signed. Remember I was talking about how they just re-signed this guy and they cut him again? Yeah, he got cut again. So he'll probably be back on the practice squad in a couple of days. But there have been the, the theme for today, because I saw a thing that uh, you know Friday being 11-11-11 is not only you know Veterans Day or Remembrance Day or what have you for whatever country you're in. Or John and Landon um, Day. Uh, Not funny. And... Also, so there's there's a movement apparently online to make it the uh, Niles or not Niles was it Nigel, whatever his last name is from Spinal Tap Day because it goes up to eleven. Sweet. So that's been my eleven theme today. And when we talk about the transactions the Redskins have had since the last football game, they've had eleven. Sweet. Then I'm going to so talk. Transactions to, go up to eleven. I'm going to talk to one of the engineers on uh, Friday when I'm working on one of those workstations. You know, where I have, like, some knob that goes up to 10, and I'm going to bring the engineer in there, and I'm just going to be like, dude, we seriously need to make this go up to 11 and see if I can get them to fall for it. Because <laughs> you know most of those guys are so serious, they don't have any sense of humor. I'll be like, no, it really does need to go up to 11. Anyway. They'll be like, why can't well, why can't you just let it stay at 10 and just make it louder? It's like, no, it goes, it goes to 11. But, but, dude, all right, speaking of the roster moves, what were these Dominiques that I saw? The Dominiques. Did you? Well, there was some Dominique Bird dude that was a tight end. I think he was the one from USC before Fred Davis, maybe. Well, he got cut. Cut! Darian Scott, defensive end, got cut. Cut! Brandon Thompson got cut again. Cut! Dante Stallworth. So you wouldn't want to be a cut! Cut. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. But we saw. Justin Davis on the practice squad. Cut! Who was the Dominique that we signed? Um, I don't think we signed a Dom. Well, maybe this DJ Johnson guy. Dude, no, we signed. A, we cut some dude named Dominique Bird, and we signed some other guy named Dominique. <laughs> I saw it, dude. I swear, I'm not making it up. Uh, uh, I know we cut Dominique Bird. We signed a guy named Tyler Columbus. A tackle and a freight of tight end named Fendi on a bun. Fendi on a bun. What is that? Fendi on a bun. Is that a sandwich? Oh, at, yeah. Like a Mediterranean place? What is that? Perhaps. Is it, is it a Euro? A Euro. Um, and cornerback Brandon Thompson was added back to the practice squad today. So hip hip hooray for him. He's back. Congratulations, um, I don't Brandon. See anything else about any Dominiques um, other than Dominique Berg getting cut? Again, like we said, we also signed wide receiver David Anderson, formerly of the Houston Texans, when we cut Dante Stallworth. 
Um, you may remember David Anderson as a fantasy football fill-in from the 2009 season where he had like two good games. Who? And yeah, exactly. They're all and, pumped about this guy for real. Like we couldn't make it do with our 12 receivers we already had and zero linemen, so they had to go get another one. Well, you know, Kyle Shanahan had him or had him in Houston, so maybe he thinks he's gonna. I don't know. Find magic in David Anderson. He's full of magic. Well, could he be at least brought over Andre Johnson if he's gonna bring someone? Seriously, I know, right? I'll, I'll even take uh, Matt Schaub. As a matter of fact. Oh yeah, I take him. This is an interesting pick. This is an intriguing pickup. Um, and it could be he'll be here and get cut next week and be gone, and it'll be the end of his football career. But a former first round pick from the 49ers a couple years ago, Ken Tuan Balmer, who can play end and tackle. Um, and has been pretty much a major bust and lazy ever since he made the NFL and got his millions. And uh, he was there for a couple years. He's been with, uh, I forget who else, and then he was with Charlotte, and he didn't make it out of training camp with them. He did not make the final roster. So he's been sitting around waiting and waiting and you know working out for some teams and waiting, and they finally... Finally, he's finally signed with the team, and he sounds he's saying he's humbled. So he's either full of crap or he really is humbled and realizes this is his last payday. Um, and incidentally, our guy Brandon Thomas, this is the 11th transaction involving him um, going back and forth between the active roster and the practice squad and getting cut and being re-signed. So there's our 11th theme. So he's today. he's pretty tight with the HR personnel at uh, Redskins <laughs> Park. His HR goes up to 11. So, all right. I, I'm so still look, I'm looking on my phone right now for that email I got regarding the Dominique-Dominique trade. And maybe, trade. maybe who transaction. transaction. Oh, I know who you're talking about. They signed this other dude named, you said Dominique, Dominique. They, they cut Dominique Bird and they signed Dominique Johnson. Oh, okay. Defensive back. That's what it was. All right. Dude, you get, you got to get your eyes on your O's straight. Sorry, dude. I didn't even like that, click in. That totally in. threw me off. Dude, you want to know how bad it was? It popped up on my phone. I clicked into it, and I didn't even go to the actual message. I just read what I could of the preview, you know, where it has the first <laughs> few words and then says dot, 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 because I was like, um, yeah, whatever. That's enough. <laughs> That's enough for me. <laughs> some unknown dude for some other known dude. I was like, oh, Dante Stallworth got cut. Well, yeah, I'm popping around on the different websites, and right now I'm looking at Yahoo's thing, and this Dominique Johnson guy is such a scrub, he does not even have a link on his name. So I think that tells you exactly how long he's going to stick with He doesn't even have a Wikipedia page, he's such a scrub. Dang, dude. Dang. Dang. Miles. <laughs> anyway, let's take a short break. Let's take a break. We come back. <laughs> We will wrap this thing up and uh Brandon Thompson. What'd you say? All right. We're gonna take a break. I said Brandon Thompson. They're gonna cut off your children. <laughs> You're listening to Harry Hog Football. Please hang up and try again. Is someone you love in trouble with the law? Maybe your child or grandchild has been charged with a simple traffic offense, a DUI or reckless driving, or a simple misdemeanor, assault, shoplifting, or indecent exposure. Perhaps it's a much more serious felony. 
murder, drug possession, or distribution, or even a third offense, DUI. Charges like these often leave you asking questions. Who do you turn to for help, and what happens next? The fact is, every case is different, and many require tough choices. Every case is different. To best guide you to the best possible place, you need a seasoned professional. Consider David Lee. He's been practicing criminal and traffic law in the state of Virginia for over a decade and has handled thousands of cases for thousands of clients. David Lee is based in southeastern Virginia, but for the right price, he's ready to travel to any corner of the state, including Ashburn. So if you or someone you love is in trouble with the law, call David Lee today at 757 259 9377. That's 757 All right, I'm back. John, you back? Uh, I'm back. Me and my monkey. Hey. Anyway, I love the Beatles. Dude, I wish the Beatles would get back together. <laughs> Dude, they can't. John Lennon's dead. What? Win. Win. <laughs> anyway, um, in case you guys didn't hear, and judging by your attendance, you haven't. Albert Haynesworthless was. Cut! Cut! By Bilichek. In the middle of the season. And Foxborough. Which he's pretty happy about because he said the CCs up there wasn't quite as good as the one in Ashburn. Yeah, you know what else he said when he signed up there or when he was traded up there for that fifth rounder in 2013? He said New England would be his last team. Oh. So let's see if Albert Hainsworth, who has always been an upstanding citizen, has never lied about anything. Um, let's see if he is actually going to show up in Tampa. Yeah, because he's already he told them he is, which means he's a liar either way. Yeah, because Tampa Bay claimed Hainsworth less today. God! I wish him luck down there in Tampa. Dude. Yeah. He can't. I don't. Like, he can't handle it in Tampa, dude. Dude, he can't handle it. He can't handle it, like, on the street, as we know from his road rage incidents. Uh, I thought we weren't going to talk about him anymore. Can we just not talk about him anymore? Let's just say we told, we told the Patriots that he wouldn't totally. work out, and they get. Hey, at least we got something for him. We got. I know, right? All Danny style. It's like at least we got something for him. Patriots you know, didn't get Jack buddy. for him, and you know how they guard draft picks. Uh huh. Well, hopefully that fifth rounder in 2013 will turn into something good for us. Maybe our one day. Maybe he'll be our Tom Brady. Maybe he'll be our Tom Brady. Hopefully we don't need a quarterback still by then, but I bet we will. I bet we the way will. We've too. been going. Did you see? Um, these reports bouncing around the league, or I think it's a, some BR about Peyton Manning, the next quarterback of the Redskins. Yeah, it's complete BR. 
What is that? That's people trying to get you to click. That's people trying to get you to click on their link to their crappy website. I didn't even do it. I didn't do it. I was just like, "What?" It's like we will not bleach a report, you people. Those people aren't crack. Yeah. Well, they're, they're you know, sensationalists. We aren't sensationalists. We're generally realists. Here at Harry Hog Football, we tell it like it is, the way that uh, well, the way that it is for us. And we're kind of morons too. Yeah. Morons. <laughs> morons, dude. <laughs> morons. Complete morons. <laughs> Who was someone I was telling me was talking about some kind of IQ test, and it was like the the different levels are like under like normal intelligence. You can tell me if this is right or wrong. I think they were like exaggerating, but they said that under normal intelligence, the next level down is dull. Like you're considered dull, (laughs) and the next level down is a moron, and the next level down is an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I then, then he was like, were... so if someone takes the test and they're an idiot and then they retake it and they they score better, are they like, yes, now I'm up to a moron? <laughs> <laughs> um, I have not ever seen that in a, in a school system. That particular test, that might have been in vogue maybe in the 70s. He was talking more like 60s. Ah, yeah. <laughs> you know, when they use terms like uh, mongoloid and things like that, <laughs> and that was totally acceptable back then. Mongoloid. In oh, fact, man. I learned what that word was when I was young, but I haven't heard it since. Yeah, they used to st- still use that one in the 70s, too. Really? I bet the Mongols were pissed about that. <laughs> well, quite frankly, I thought that a mongoloid was someone from Mongolia. Well, yeah, that's what you'd think. Maybe, maybe the I don't know. Maybe the Mongolian uh, diplomat in Washington was like, "Dude, seriously, can you can you can you quit using that term? Because come on, the dream team." <laughs> anyway, what else so we have? Event, that that's our that's our uh, BR history report for everybody. All the good history to know about. Well. I guess Mongoloid. Dude, we're f- in any event. we're fifty minutes in, and I almost forgot one of our most major segments. We need to make this thing rock and roll. Oh, you're right on. And Crank now, it up. the coveted and ever elusive Game Ball Award. Game Ball Award. Ah. Josh, go ahead, John. Give us your Game Ball. Uh. Man, you know I go for the skinny dudes like me. Graham Gano for kicking a 59-yard field goal. Redskins record, longest field Redskins goal Redskins record, yep. In their 70-some years of their, or is it more, 80 years? Like 78, 78, 79. I think next year, the year after is the 80 year. And next year is the 80 year. 80-year storied history of the Washington Redskins. Graham Gano against the 49ers. On Sunday, kicked the longest field goal for the Redskins. Congratulations to Graham. That's something to hang his hat on. I know, right? It was almost our longest field goal of the, uh, or our only points of the game. Yeah. Good job, Graham. Congratulations. Way to go, Graham. That was a good game ball. Yep. Game ball, because, because sure. You know what? At least you didn't talk about Sav Raka this week. You gave it to the other kicker. Well, yeah, you know, I, I I like to stick up for the uh, for the uh, marginal guys. Special teams. 
Like All right. Well, I'd like to stick up for the special letters. Well, I'm going to give my game ball special to teamers. none other than Ryan Kerrigan, who's a beast still. He is a beast, dude. He is tearing it up in there, and he just keeps going and going and going and going. Like, the there is this one play, stop. dude, that went yep. the opposite way, and the back was, like, thinking about cutting back, and as soon as he stopped, Kerrigan was on him. Like, coming from the opposite side. It was outstanding. Yep. Anyway, yeah. He is going to be good for a long time. I hope he doesn't get injured. And that's who my game ball is going to. Now, I say Sweet. we could give him a little shout-out to Roy Helu, but he fumbled. So, no, I'm not giving him a shout-out, even though he did break Art Monk's record with most I'm going to give him a shout-out, even though he lost that fumble, because he is a rookie, a mid-level draft pick rookie. And he's getting some, like, I think he's doing pretty decent for someone that, you know, he had the fumble and everything, and he had a lot of uh, yards and crap time at the end of the game. But he was still by far the uh, the best player, I think. Well, not the best. He was half the offense. He was half the offense. There you go. 150-something yards total. Mm-hmm. No, not quite even. 146 yards total. And I'm going to give a little shout-out to Mickey Mouse, too, because that first catch he made, you saw that he he bobbled it up. He tipped he it up. He did. And then caught it. <laughs> but I think that may have that pass right there may have been the one to get him over the hump. Because after that, mm-hmm. the rest of the game, he looked like he was comfortable on the field for the first time since he's been in Washington. Ever. Ever. Dude, I agree 100%. I agree 100% on that. So, I think he's, he may, may have settled in after that, and hopefully that'll continue into next week. And, hey, get him as much playing time for the rest of the season as possible. All these young dudes, that's what I'm saying. If this is rebuilding and we're admitting it, get all these young dudes that we can in there and get them playing time. See who we got, what kind of talent we got. Let Get them in there. They're going to make mistakes like Helu, and then they're going to make great plays like catching that tip pass like it was nothing. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Yeah, I agree 100%. And, um, and Of course, we still got to win another game so you don't get kicked off the podcast. Yeah, I'm cl- that- I have to do these by myself. I don't think it's going to be it's going to be me on here going yeah la 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 lo. Hey, we'll talk about that in a minute, but first. <laughs> but first. It's time for this week's Kicking the Balls Award. This week's Kick in the Balls Award, brought to you by Ridipoo. Brought to you by Josh Allen. Do you, Can I go first on this one? Yeah, sure. Trent Williams. <laughs> oh, my, dude. We didn't talk about that yet, did we? There was the, the pivotal play. <laughs> uh. The Redskins had just gotten a free play because the 49ers had jumped off sides or something. I think that's what it was. Yeah. They got the first down. A big first down. A big one. It would have put us down at like the thirty something, maybe something like that. I mean, it was it was a lot of yards. After the play, Trent Williams goes and just knocks some dude from the Forty ers in the back and pushes him down and gets fifteen yard penalty. Dude, with our offense right sucking as much as it is, for you to come in and do that and take away a coveted first down, that gets my kick in the balls award. And I'll give a mini game ball to Shanahan for benching him right then and there. Uh-huh. 
Temporarily. Temporarily benching. Back in on the next series, but. Not that he had much of a choice. But, yes, yeah, seriously, dude. Yeah. That will cross this line. You do not. Oh, and dude. What I heard about it, what I heard happened is that someone from the 49ers, the guy he ran into, was hitting, I don't remember, another one of the Redskins offensive linemen. Um, after like was was hitting him dirty or something like that, and Trent Williams when you saw him like John with a uh, John with a uh, uh, the shanty there on the sideline, and he was saying I was sticking up for my teammate. What am I supposed to do? Just let him get beat up like that? I was sticking up for my teammate. So that was his reasoning behind it. But dude, you got to be smart with that kind of thing. You don't just go over there and barrel him in the back. You go up and you get him in his face or something like that. You do, and and you know cause a little racket you know a ruckus and the guys get together and you know there's no flags thrown usually and you let them know you you're going to be watching them and you're going to get them next time he does that you don't kill that offense was just and all of us as fans watching it starving to convert a third down and get down there and score some points and for him to do that after the play killer killer momentum killer it was bad it was horrible, dude. But that was his reasoning behind it was because he was he was sticking up for his teammate. He has to be smarter than that, though. So anyway, all right, next game, dude. We haven't talked about oh, wait, it. Wait, wait, wait. I haven't given my kick in the balls yet. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Um, Josh. Um, my kick in the balls goes to Ryan Terrain. Where the hell was Ryan Terrain? He was in, wasn't he? He sure was. He had one catch for seven yards, and he had one run for two yards. So I say again, where the hell is Ryan All-Terrain, that badass running back that we've seen glimpses of here and there the last two years? Where the hell has he been? I don't know, dude. He's hurt. I don't. That's probably what it is. He's always hurt. There's something wrong with him, and he's playing through it. I don't know how much of it is him and how much of it is, uh, what's his face? Kyle Shanahan. Mm. And the O-line, et cetera, et cetera, but, you know. For as great as he's been at certain times, he has been completely invisible like the last two and a half games, three games. Mm-hmm. You need to step your game up. Yeah, you're right about that. We need that. We don't need some Tashard ex-cowboy cut thrown to the scrap heap choice coming in and trying to take his job. If he gets, if he loses a job to that guy, then he sucks. Mm-hmm. So that's who my kick in the balls is going to. It's like, dude, you gotta... Where the hell have you been? You just haven't even, like... You might as well not even suit it up the last at least two weeks, if not three. You right. Anyway, all right, let's round this thing up because we're going, we're getting up to an hour here. Um, Next game against the Dolphins, I need everyone to show up with their A game because it's probably our biggest chance all year for me to remain on the podcast next season. (laughs) Because after this, you know, looking ahead to next week. Dallas at home. Yeah. John Beck is going back to a team he played for for a couple years, even though he didn't really hardly ever play. Um, Dallas at home for my birthday. Almost. Dallas at home right after your birthday. Son. Well, if the Redskins win this weekend, that's going to be your birthday present. Yeah. Because <laughs> I do not feel good. It's a rivalry game, and I know... Uh, I do not feel good about this game. Well, I don't feel good about any of the games going through the rest of the year. I think you're right, Aaron. We just need to like take all the young guys on the team and throw them out there and see what they can do at this point. Yeah. Because we're obviously not contending for anything right now. No. 
we do need to get one more win, though. That's why everyone needs to bring their A game. Shanahan needs to pull out some flea flickers and hook and ladders and stuff like that so that I can remain on the podcast. <laughs> or else. Maybe we'll bring Will in at that point. Um, I guess Josh's games and kicks are going to Josh this week. Yeah, Josh's games and kicks are going to himself for being sick and ill at the same time. Sick and ill, allegedly. Some shout-outs this week. Who do we got? Will in Maryland, of course. Uh, David of course. Lee Legal Services and David Lee. We got... Uh, Mr. Grumbles. Seeing tweets from him just about every day. Everyone in the Harry Hog Fantasy Football League, and I am, yes, that's right, I am in first place, and I won my game this week. At the Yeah, I won my game too, I'm right behind you. I want to say the top four are between Aaron and myself and our two uh, British Redskins fans that are in the league, um, putting you guys, putting us, seems like they have a little bit more knowledge of American football than uh, the rest of the guys in our league, including Mark <laughs> Colts. Colts kick skins who was in last place. Dude, that was cold up. <laughs> yeah, but I will also point Dude, out they that know their football. the top one in the league is yours truly. And um, for now, Bolt Skins, Mike JT67, be fiery. Um, I have no idea who all, a lot of these guys are because Josh usually handles the tweets. Um, um, David Tre- C. Tressa Lee. No, date. Wait. I can't remember his name. I would always call him, like, Daniel Clee or something like that. And Josh was like, no, it's C. Lee. Desmond. Desmond Desmond. C. Lee. Who I call Desmond Clee. Shout out to him. Uh, Because he's always... co one who did make a... Put out a good tweet talking about the Burgundy Hulk recovering that uh, fumble that D'Angelo Hall caused. Mm -hmm. That's a good thing to mention. I had forgotten about that as well. Um... And everyone else. I can't remember. Yes, everybody else. I mean, there's lots of people who are out there tweeting. Although, I mean, and, and good for you guys for keeping the faith out there because, man, it's it's another year that started off. It looked good at first, and it's it's just grown into a dark time in Redskins land again. you got to keep the burgundy and gold faith again. Again. Mm-hmm. Oh, we didn't even talk about damn Philip Buchanan going on the IR. I knew we forgot somebody. Oh, yeah. He's on the IR. He played like a few innings, quarters. Innings. Innings. He played a few quarters, you know, this season after coming back from his drug, uh, sorry, his Maybe undisclosed uh, um, whatever. Whatever it was. Well, if he was doing steroids, Suspension. it didn't help him because he came back and got hurt right away, and he's too hurt to stay, stay on the league or in the team, so they, uh, they IR'd him. Yep. Anyway, I think that about wraps it up. Let me get some music on here. Yeah. Pump it up. Get us cranked up, man. Alright. We'll talk to you guys next week. Hopefully, we'll be having a celebration that I get to stay on the podcast. Who knows? Otherwise, we'll be looking forward to Dallas at 3-6. and six. In any event, hail to the Redskins. We need a damn victory. Yeah, hail to the Redskins. We just need a damn victory. We need something to be happy about in Redskins land because, man, 
Here we go again. Yep. Maybe they'll get it together this week, but we've been saying that for 20 years. Hail to the Redskins. And if you see a Cowboys fan, joke Thank you to David Lee Legal Services, our longtime benevolent sponsor. Once again, 